Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Well, good morning everybody and welcome to St Thomas's for Morning Prayer. I uh, hope you've been surviving this really rather odd weather we've been having in Fair Oak just recently. Um, it's really warm this morning when I went out. And I'm sure I heard some thunder in the distance. It's odd, isn't it? But we can put all of that to one side for the next few minutes as we come together, wherever we may be, uh, and spend some time in fellowship and in worship. We'll just wait a moment as people sign in and then we'll begin. So, as I say, good to see you all. Uh, shall we start? Let us pray. The Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in him. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. So let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the light of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you. Now and forever. Amen. <clears throat> this morning's psalm is Psalm 71. This prayer for God's help actually from maybe David, we don't know, in old age. Um, but actually, a prayer for God's help is, is always appropriate, isn't it? Um, particularly still where we are at the moment. In you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Rescue me and deliver me in your righteousness. Turn your ear to me and save me. Be my rock of refuge to which I can always go. Give the command to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of evil and cruel men. For you have been my hope, O Sovereign Lord, my confidence since my youth. From my birth I have relied on you. You brought me forth from my mother's womb. I will ever praise you. I have become like a portent to many, but you are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise, declaring your splendour all day long. Do not cast me away when I am old. Do not forsake me when my strength is gone. For my enemies speak against me. Those who wait to kill me conspire together. They say, God has forsaken him. Pursue him and seize him, for no one will rescue him. Be not far from me, O God. Come quickly, O my God, to help me. May my accusers perish in shame. May those who want to harm me be covered with scorn and disgrace. But as for me, I shall always have hope. I will praise you more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteousness 
of your salvation all day long, though I know not its measure. I will come and proclaim your mighty acts, O Sovereign Lord. I will proclaim your righteousness, yours alone. Since my youth, O God, you have taught me, and to this day I declare your marvellous deeds. Even when I am old and grey, do not forsake me, O God, till I declare your power to the next generation, your might to all who are to come. Your righteousness reaches to the skies, O God, you who have done great things. Who, O God, is like you? Though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. From the depths of the earth you will bring me up. You will increase my honour and comfort me once again. I will praise you with the harp for your faithfulness, O my God. I will sing praise to you with the lyre, O Holy One of Israel. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praise to you, I whom you have redeemed. My tongue will tell of your righteous acts all day long, for those who wanted to harm me have been put to shame and confusion. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Isn't that a wonderful psalm? God, our strong refuge. Some lovely parts in there. I do recommend if you have time later to read it again um, and just, just see which parts of it speak to you. And then our New Testament reading is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 2, verse 23, to chapter 3, verse 6. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the cornfields, and as his disciples walked along, they began to pick some ears of corn. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? He answered, have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need? In the days of Abiathar the high priest, he entered the house of God and ate the consecrated bread, which is lawful only for priests to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Another time he went into the synagogue, and a man with a shriveled hand was there. Some of them were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath. Jesus said to the man with the shriveled hand, Stand up in front of everyone. Then Jesus asked them, Which is lawful on the Sabbath? To do good? or to do evil, to save life, or to kill. But they remained silent. He looked round at them in anger, and, deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts, said to the man, 
stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was completely restored. Then the Pharisees went out and began to plot with the Herodians how they might kill Jesus. So once again, we have Jesus facing opposition and plots. And in today's reading, it revolves around the Sabbath, that thorny question of the Sabbath and what was allowed and what wasn't allowed on the Sabbath. And we have Jesus's radical response to his accusers in both cases and demonstrating how he transcends everything else, how he transcends human constructs, how he, in his words, is Lord of the Sabbath. And there's such a lot going on in this short reading. Uh, we, could, we could spend hours looking at it. But in the time we have, I'd just like to touch on a few things, if I may. In the first part, were the Pharisees actually accusing Jesus and his disciples of harvesting on the Sabbath? which was considered work? Or were they doing what was allowed for travellers, for the poor, to pick ears of corn from the edges of the fields to eat because they were hungry or because they had no money? And when Jesus talked about David and what happened when he took the, the day-old consecrated bread to feed himself and give to his friends, the Jesus is making a really big claim here, isn't he? I'm sure his listeners would have appreciated it. Um, in the Old Testament, that episode happened when David had been anointed, he'd been chosen by God, and he'd been anointed as the great king, but hadn't been enthroned. So it was in that time in between, before he became king. And here's Jesus, God's chosen one, the Messiah, saying, I'm greater than David. If David could do that, why can't my disciples? Why can't I? It's really interesting the way Jesus approaches these, uh, I don't know how to describe them, entrenched views, the prejudices. These, these rules and regulations that had grown up around the Sabbath. And then we get to the healing of the man in the synagogue on the Sabbath. Again, the law said uh, you couldn't help somebody unless it was a matter of life and death. And Jesus heals the man. And actually, I suppose, he restores the man's life. He makes him whole again. And at the same time, who was actually breaking the Sabbath? Because the people who were there, and did you notice the really, I think, quite an important word? Uh, if we can just find it. Some were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath. It wasn't to see if he could heal him, they knew that Jesus had the power, he had the authority to heal. But what they were looking for 
was would he do it on the Sabbath? And so the whole thing comes round to that Sabbath question again. And as Jesus talks about and does the healing, and he says, is it better to do good or to do evil? His accusers couldn't answer that, of course. Jesus did good, but on the Sabbath, his accusers went away and plotted evil. They plotted to have Jesus killed. It's really fascinating just delving into little episodes like this to see the, the attitudes, the, uh, the intransigence, the, the prejudices. And what it made me think of uh, for this morning, actually, two things. Um, because we do still meet in a modern context similar attitudes, don't we, and prejudices. And how we, as the church, can, with love, address those prejudices and those attitudes. That's a big one to think about. And also, how we, as church, can avoid falling into the same sort of attitudes that are limiting. How we can um, reflect in our lives as individuals and as the church. Uh, Jesus's love that transcends the, the things that can hold us back. Amen. And so we come to our time for prayer. And please, um, if you have any prayer requests, do pop them into the comments and we'll get through as many of them as we can in the time that we have. So shall we pray? Almighty and everlasting God, we thank you that you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Keep us from falling into sin or running into danger. Order us in all our doings and guide us to do always what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Keep us, good Lord, under the shadow of your mercy in this time of uncertainty and distress. Sustain and support the anxious and the fearful and lift up all who are brought low. And Lord, this morning we do pray for Mark and Kim and the girls that they have a safe journey home, Lord. We're not sure where they're travelling from, uh, but may their journey back home uh, be uneventful. And we pray for all other travellers who are in a similar situation, whether it be in this country or travelling from abroad, Lord, uh, that, that their journeys may be safe and that they get home to their loved ones as quickly as possible. And Lord, we do pray for Wendy's brother Alan in Aberdeen, uh, for that pain that he's suffering in his chest. Um, 
Pray that that can be identified as quickly as possible, Lord, and treated. And that that worry and the pain can be taken away. And Father, we pray for all others who are suffering at the moment, either long term or in the short term, for, for healing, for your wonderful healing to be with them, Lord, for all those who are in pain or suffering to know your love in their lives, the, the comfort that you can bring. And Lord, this morning we do pray for Noah. And as he starts his next round of treatment today, um, we do pray that that will go well, Lord, and we give thanks for the positive results that there have been so far. I pray for him and for the whole family as they go through this process, Lord. And Lord, we pray for Jenny, um, who felt she wasn't able to come to church yesterday, Lord, uh, having been upset. Pray for peace for Jenny, Lord, um, that she can move beyond that. Lord, we pray for Chris Picard, uh, for you to be in his life, Lord, for him to, to know you there, for him to recognise your presence and your comfort for him. And with Stuart, Lord, we, we do pray for the situation around COVID, for the levels of infection, for those being treated in hospital, for the number of deaths that are being recorded, Lord, to, to fall and to continue to fall and we pray for those suffering from long COVID and in our church family we pray for Michelle and Sue still suffering so long on we continue to pray for Bob and Jenny Lord for your healing there and Lord we pray for those who have lost loved ones recently We pray for Dawn. We pray for the Barnes family, Lord. And for the family of John Harding. Again, Lord, may they know your presence in their lives. May they know the comfort and the strength that you can bring to them. And elsewhere, Lord, we, we pray for the situation in Europe um, as we see on the news those awful pictures from Greece, from the island of Evia, from Turkey. And we know that there are other places in the world, Lord, where fires have been raging and continue to rage. Um, we give thanks that our countries nearby are sending help. Pray for that situation to be brought under control as quickly as possible. We continue to pray for the situation in Afghanistan as uh, fighting continues. Pray for peace there, Lord. Stepping back from the brink. And pray for those who are caught in the middle, the innocents. 
And so, Lord, this morning, may we rejoice in your comfort, knowing that nothing can separate us from your love in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. So shall we say the Lord's Prayer together? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And so the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. And thanks be to God. So thank you for being with us this morning. Um, hopefully the day, just looking out of the window, it's a bit brighter now. Hopefully the day will improve as we go along. But whatever you do today, uh, do go carefully and stay safe. And so let's go now in peace to love and to serve the Lord. In the name of Christ, Amen. Amen.